0: Brit. Brad and Brit, the perfect combination of and It's the Brad and Brit cast. Thank you for joining us. We are live in the 130 hour Wednesday on Facebook and other platforms if they haven't collapsed yet. If they <laughs> have, what's the difference? You see
1: the the uh, the game the game seven got like twelve million viewers on Monday night between the Celtics and the Heat because there was not like surprised. nothing on. There's nothing on at the end of a holiday
0: weekend, right? I don't think that would be why someone would default. No, you you can't accidentally watch something like that. It was like an interesting matchup. It was a. Uh... You know the deal. I don't have
1: to tell you. Well, the, the well, the only thing that beats the DVR is live sports, and that was the by far biggest thing. You know, on a, on a day when people were like, "I got nothing
0: else to do." It's the end of the weekend. I'm getting ready to go back to work tomorrow. Oh, here, you I, see, I don't know. Uh, you you don't you don't understand the way the world is moving right now. I'm sure there were like five live soccer games on somewhere. Oh, right.
1: Yeah, I'm sure they were. I don't know if they were able to attract this well, huge uh, oh, an audience. Oh yeah, So
0: This is this is just a when you see mainstream American television. Right. Mainstream. I'm not talking about ESPN Soccer Today. But yeah. regular sports on NBC or when they like to talk about sports on the Morning Joe show. Go for 15 minutes talking about the English soccer league. Well, it's- it's a big now what is that does that, what does that te- now does that tell you of course i know you don't care about it. i know i don't care about it but are they ahead of the curve or are they just talking to themselves so far they're just i think they're just talking to themselves so far
1: i think there's a little bit of that like they're just trying to be too hip you know and especially if you're oh. if you're in the demographic of the morning joe listener <laughs> i find it a little hard to believe that they're into like what's happening I'm over sure. at tottenham no, i, I, I find that, that- but also, you and I have never really been, I mean, we are, and yet not in touch with what mainstream America is. You and I are not uh, big we, NCIS no, no. fans. We
0: Brit. <laughs> stop it. We have been I mean, left in the dust. I mean, it's time to acknowledge it. Jesus. It you and matter. I,
1: you and I, I mean, technically and demographically, you and I should be what? hooked on blue bloods or uh, anything that's on CBS at eight
0: o'clock. And wait, can I, can I uh, uh, dial us back 24 hours? <laughs> Right, because you you cheap shotted me <laughs> on my cho- wait on my choice of buying sketchers, not the old man sketchers, supposedly yeah. that you think they are, the ones that you can just step into without having to tie them, which are being advertised heavily and I didn't want those i I don't want them I'm not interested. I bought regular sketchers, they're nice shoes they're you know they're they're like any sneaker that you wear most of the time, and um you said that that's an old man. Tony Romo is the number one spokesman for that. He is not old. He is younger than you, Brit. He's significantly younger than you. <laughs> he
1: is, okay? but he hasn't he been retired for five years?
0: Hasn't he been retired for like five years? From football but he's not dead he's got a pretty good gig last time i checked so what i
1: said and what i stand by is that Skechers is kind of the official shoe of caucasian suburban america and i i, I stand by that and i'm, I'm here to represent it. one of the last uh pairs of flip flops i bought with a pair of Skechers, and they've got the gel in them and they're kind of my crap shoes for mowing the grass and here i am I'm Mr. Subur- suburban Caucasian guy mowing my grass in a Pearl Jam shirt and sketch slip-ons. And I'm yeah. a fucking cliche. I admit it. I freely admit it.
0: All right. Uh, let's pick up on something that we alluded to on the previous podcast and didn't get to it. I want to get to it first, and then we can move on to the regularly scheduled drivel. And I headlined it by saying uh, this is the stupidest thing in the world, Of stupid things. Right. And uh, here it is. And you know how we're skeptical of a lot of surveys, especially these ones that talk about ranking the 50 states on X. And then when you look what their criteria is, it's always unbelievably thin. This is the all time thinnest of them all. And I uh, caught this on tuesday morning early tuesday okay this is a survey done research done on the most loved consumer brands from every state yeah i saw the the, i saw
1: your post on I, I, saw, I saw your post on this and it was okay. it was pretty good
0: okay First of all, you know, this is something you and I have never heard of. In fact, no one has ever heard of this research company or website. They're called On Deck. I thought that was a bad show on TV. But that's below deck, right? Yeah. Now
1: th- th- I think this is, this is an important thing to know because you will hear people throw shit at you all the time and say, this restaurant was named the best restaurant in Raleigh. And it's like, by whom? This this blank was named the and you're like who the who the fuck did this by like a survey of monkeys? What what who the fuck did that?
0: This is a survey of monkeys, Brit. <laughs> this could be the stupidest thing ever. It reeks of something randomly spit out by some artificial intelligence computer that is drunk. It's unrepresentative sampling and you know what that means. It means it's really Invalid. And you know why it's invalid? It goes back to the 300 times where we've made fun of a headline of a story that begins like this Twitter says X. Twitter says blank. Twitter says someone's stupid. Twitter says that's the worst thing that's ever happened. Twi- okay, Twitter doesn't speak. Twitter is not a person. And Twitter, even in its most generous interpretation, is not a random cross section of americans so this website that says they're a financial services website made a list of each state's most loved local brand local brand okay you already got a problem okay local brand across a state is already suspect because there are Lots of local brands in particular cities, in particular states, that no one knows about in other parts of that state. So already you're starting to skate on thin ice. They looked, and I swear this is how they did this, they looked at the Twitter reach of brands. So if a brand is not active on Twitter, they're, they're out of the, the running. Okay? Okay. And they look to see what percentage of mentions on Twitter about a particular brand were positive. Um, Twitter, re- t- Twitter's not real, right? <laughs> Twitter is now owned by Elon Musk. It wasn't real before. No. Now it's even less worse, yeah. right? <laughs> so you have a self-selected group of people who might say, oh, I like this restaurant or something like that, just like you mentioned a moment ago. And suddenly it's it's a popular restaurant. Everybody likes it. Well, not necessarily. And when you look at what they did, and they put up a map and they've got every state, and what's the favorite local brand in each state? This is so stupid. I, I'm, I'm sorry that, that I that I fell for this and I'm going crazy over it. Let's start with North Carolina. North Carolina. And they say that, Cheerwine is the most popular local brand. In other words, it has to be a company that is headquartered in that state for it to be a local brand, to be considered a local brand. So Cheerwine's – all right. No. Cheerwine's great. Cheerwine's fine.
1: Uh, but so a, what?
0: I mean, it's a, just it,
1: – right. As a person uh, who's lived in North Carolina more than half a century now, yes, yes, yes. Cheer wine's a little overrated. <laughs> I no, mean, no, if you...
0: <laughs> it's our favorite local brand.
1: There are people that are fanatical about it. I have, to, I have two things. First of all, they've introduced a, a, an alcoholic version of it. I don't know if you've seen this recently. You've, they, you can go into the store and you can get like a hard version of this. So if and you go the, in
0: and ask for a drunk Dr Pepper, <laughs> is that what they do?
1: This is also that's hand, in hand again helping out the diabetes of North Carolina. North Carolina is everywhere. They've got the Bojangles tea that's now spiked that you can get in the stores. Um, well, so you, the other, but you look
0: well, you look around the country and and the cheer wine almost makes sense comparatively because at least cheer wine you can buy it everywhere in north carolina well, right everybody in the state so pretty of much yeah but pretty much lo- and, the other and, uh, the other thing
1: i'll tell you is they had a they had a cheer wine festival in salisbury where they there where it was born and all this shit and i fell for this they did this on one of our local news stations they go, a lot of people are upset at the cheer wine festival we'll have details when we come back and they teased really? it twice through two commercial oh. breaks and they finally got into it a lot of folks were very upset because uh, it was very crowded. There wasn't a lot of space, and there were too many people in a very small area in Salisbury. And uh, oh, so that's people... the
0: Yoke era. It's <laughs> the restaurant's too crowded, so no one goes there anymore.
1: This was the the huge problem. I mean, if you, if you can go to you talk about any festival in North Carolina where they just cram people into a four block area, and it's just it's miserable. But no, this is a huge problem, and a lot of people are very upset. Right. Coming up next on Fox Eight.
0: Uh, this is the one, and, and, and this is the one I, I really know well, is so pathetic. And if you if you look at the map, you know, something called Taco John's is Wyoming. Yeah. Uh, that's what Taco John's is. Pizza Inn in Texas. Okay. Really? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Omaha Steaks is Nebraska. Okay, we'll yeah. give them that one. But they're and all over we'll give, the country. Uh, you can get them. Bugweiser is the number one uh, favorite brand released. It was until they I'm went sorry. woke. In Missouri, I'm
1: sorry, right? Bud. I'm, I'm not familiar with that. What is what is Budweiser? Yeah.
0: All right, but so Ohio, 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 Ohio. All, right. all right, they say that the favorite local brand in Ohio is something called Acme Fresh Market. Acme, you know, like the company that sends the coyote <laughs> all the shit in the Roadrunner cartoons. Sure. Acme. The, Acme was kind of the original Amazon, if you think about it. Yeah. Okay. Acme is a grocery store chain of course they have stores in cleveland columbus dayton cincinnati so they're no they're not no the acme fresh market chain is 16 different locations in four counties in northeast ohio that's it in other words 95 percent of ohioans don't even live anywhere where they could like acme markets that much this is bullshit in fact, my friend Jeff Sherman, who lives in Cleveland, he says, "I've lived here my whole life. I've never fucking heard of Acme Markets." <laughs> <Okay? laughs> He's so right. He's so right. You you just can't do this. I don't know. You On deck says it. it's
1: real. On deck has done some yeah. serious research into this, guys.
0: Yeah, and and first, you know, back to North Carolina, something like uh, Texas Pete's, which is made in Winston Salem. Yeah. that's a pretty favorite brand around the yeah. state. there's so many different. Examples of that okay, and last but not least, Florida, Florida, Florida. All right, they they write the word, and you know the logo you've seen it a million times. Chewy, Chewy, the the uh, pet food supply yeah. by by delivery company, and they're based in Plantation, Florida. Plantation is a city on the western side of Broward County. Okay, and somehow that means that people all over florida supposedly like chewy more than they do anything else i submit to you that the fact that they're located their headquarters in florida has absolutely no relationship to the like by people of chewy nobody fucking cares where they're located they got warehouses all over the country it's like amazon
1: well, it's like Budweiser, it, but it's, it's like, like you get Bud- a Budweiser anywhere.
0: Exactly. It's ubiquitous. So it's no. And, and far be it for me to say that uh, Disney, I know before they, they started grooming kids, but Disney might be sort of the favorite brand in Florida, but you know what? That wouldn't count because sorry, the, Walt Disney Company is headquartered in Burbank, California, so oh, they man. couldn't even say Disney was their favorite, even if you know a hundred thousand people work for Disney, and you know they they have a huge presence. It's so that therefore that's seven of of eight thousand different things about this survey that pissed me off and got me to bite and go crazy here. I'm you know,
1: sorry. Some of I these apologize. are. F- I'm looking at like. <laughs> What the fuck is this in uh, Wisconsin Is play school? <laughs>
0: what, what the fuck? Grubhub in Illinois? The to- Well, first of all, Wisconsin, everybody's got, got to know it's Kohler Toilets. Everybody's got to know that that's their it was- favorite brand because they eat all that fucking cheese. and <laughs> They're just shitting their brains out. That makes a locally made
1: Kohler Toilet. Come on. Uh, New York, of course. Calvin Klein. Yeah, right. <laughs>
0: sure jesus christ. <laughs> okay we got to stop this or we'll go through 50 states we got to stop well, i wanted to see Cal- oh intel
1: is california i would have thought like in and out burger would have been california jesus christ
0: no okay nobody thinks of a company that makes silicon chips is yeah. their favorite brand but uh, again we can do this with let's stop we have to stop i'm, okay? I'm brand loyal to my chips i will definitely yeah. not
1: right. By the way, OnDeck says that they are an, an online small business lending company in the United States. Offices in Chicago, New York, Denver, sure, and huge. South Jordan, Utah.
0: And they're part right, of Innovo. Have you heard of uh, yeah. Innovo? Do you know what that is? Innovo. Uh, Innovo uh, International. I had, I had something, I had it removed from my ass last week at the doctor.
1: <laughs> you did? Well, good for you. I'm glad that was a simple procedure.
0: Yeah. All right. Uh, here we go. Uh, possibly the greatest understatement ever made. Uh, Chick Fil A. The only thing worse that they could do is open on Sundays. Yeah. Uh, possibly the greatest politician sports bet ever. And uh, now Kaylee isn't Don's type either. Oh, I saw this. Let's let's let's
1: do the Chick Fil A thing because we hit on this yesterday. They uh, have spoken up for inclusion and dignity and diversity, which has pissed off a lot of folks on the right for some reason or other because they don't believe in those things. <laughs> And therefore, right. uh, they're on the shit list.
0: Uh, yeah, and the truth is, they haven't spoken up for anything. No, and th- it's bad enough that these things start now against corporations. And you know, I'm Mister uh, Corporation, as you know. Corporation, of are people. Fans. There but are it, people. It, it, these these things can start with one person taking one mobile phone. And taking 30 seconds of video, and the next thing you know, your company is back on its heels and it's lost $10 billion in market cap in the stock market like Target has. Holy God. Uh, so here's Chick-fil-A, private company, by the way. Um, and my question here is, if you're a Chick-fil-A lover, you love your Chick-fil-A, right? And you love what you think is their image of being kind of a a right-wing Christian, holier-than-thou corporation. They are generally intolerant of all the kinds of things that you're generally intolerant of, right? Really? Liberalism, wokeism, any kind of ism that, that you can name. And you are offended by what's going on with Bud Light trying to push their beer onto uh, normal Americans when the truth is all they want is transgender people to drink it. We know that, right? And we have Kohl's and we have Target selling all this filthy merchandise to uh, to unsuspecting two year olds and two month olds. Actually, yeah, you're you're against all that kind of stuff, just like good people. But you love the chicken. It's good shit. You love the chicken. Um, so Chick Fil A, up until this time, had never been a fast food joint where uh, wokeism would go to fry. <laughs> I see I what you did
1: there. That's yeah, good.
0: Wokeism would go to Fry. <laughs> it's not that kind of place. That's not them. All right. But you've now discovered to your disgust that, and remember, this is officially based on a completely false premise mm-hmm. that Chick-fil-A has changed something about the way they approach right. social issues and diversity and equity and inclusion. They have had someone in the position of vice president of that for two years, but that position was suddenly discovered last week or two days ago <laughs> by someone. It was uncovered. And now it's a thing. That's hilarious. Okay. So now if I tell you the facts, you go, I right? This is a, a standard thing with right-wingers and conservatives. It doesn't matter if you tell them the facts. Don't worry. Chick-fil-A isn't opening on Sunday. Don't worry. Uh, they're not going to have some kind of a diversity test that's going to affect the way. It's so dumb. But we have people piling on here. I've never heard of this guy. His name is Joey Monerino, here's his quote. He's going full Archie Bunker for us here. It's only a matter of time before they start putting tranny semen in the frosted lemonade. Ah, yeah, that's next for yeah. sure. Yep. And uh, to, to end this little segment now, uh, who is it that's at the, at the base of every conspiracy in the world, according to right wing? It's George Soros, right? Oh, I
1: thought you were going to say Jews, but yeah, George Soros.
0: Good, well, George Soros, a Jew king of the jews good enough but good (laughs) enough all right this guy who must be a comedian this joey Monroe, he says at elon musk giving us back twitter has allowed us to effectively organize and boycott companies where we can do genuine financial damage that's what he said on on my so you want to talk about out of control you want to talk about Nuts, losing your man, mind crazy this is completely i, I agree nuts this is, so we we really have we don't have four prominent companies here we have anheuser-busch we have kohl's we have target we have chick-fil-a and by the way think of those four that is a wide swath yeah. of americana it really covers just about everything doesn't it
1: i um, i know a guy who is uh, a couple of years younger than me and he's part of. He pledges allegiance at the altar of Joe Rogan. He's that kind of guy, and he was a Bud. This sounds Light like guy.
0: It's, it, this is like uh, uh, right out of the the, the Rogan playbook, isn't well, it? Well, look,
1: he's had a he's had a a nightmarish twenty twenty three so far because he was a Bud Light guy, very faithful to that brand, oh, and well, he yeah, was that- he was a huge Chick fil A guy, and I I know that. I've seen some of his social media. I know that he has sworn off uh, Bud Light, at least publicly. I don't know if wow. he sneaks one that, every now and you know again. What?
0: That's, that's, that's that's making a sacrifice. <laughs> that's, <laughs> <tough. coughs> that's just like when, when Trump, the other day on Memorial Day weekend, talked about the sacrifice that he has made equal to all of the soldiers and and sailors who are buried all over cemeteries around the world, and at Arlington, his sacrifice has been equal to what they've done. And Joe Rogan, by giving up Bud Light, got to say he's right up there with the other American heroes.
1: Right, right up there with all. Yeah, no, the guys, the guys who were in Arlington got nothing on him. I mean, they're they're saluting him right now. Uh, by the way, you know, if you if you do go woke, you go broke. And I guess that's why the Little Mermaid movie from from Walt Disney did such a bad job over the weekend. I mean, they couldn't make any money off of that film.
0: It's terrible so, uh, see i i didn't see what the, i made make like 110 million dollars is, that, one of, is 90, that is that one of those ones where where they expected to make 300 so it's no, a flop i don't it know did, it did very well reason. it did it did extremely well I, it was it was not, not, I don't know what the i don't know what the range now is It's 90, 95 million dollars
1: over a holiday weekend is very good for for anybody i don't care if well, it's but, a marvel movie or
0: whatever they've done very yeah, well but, it, it depends how it does after that, and it depends oh, sure. how much it costs them to make the thing. Of course. Costs them, and they're, they're, I think if it cost them a half okay. billion to make it, you know, they're yeah, still, I, I they're think still they're going to be okay.
1: On. I think they'll be all right. Yeah. So the go-woke, well, go-broke. And speaking of Disney, you saw the huge bet here. The Colorado governor has chan- challenged DeSantis in this NBA Finals thing. And if uh, the Nuggets actually win the championship, Colorado gets Disney. That is the bet that he has
0: made. All right. So this is the interesting part of – of that story to me. Ron DeSantis has not responded. Okay. <laughs> the bet the bet was made by Jared Polis, the governor of Colorado, and he's good. He's he's kind of in the bullpen for Democrats as a presidential candidate, should there be the need for one for whatever reason, he's he's that good because. He just is, all right. So that's a hilarious, hilarious thing to do <laughs> right is. now. So, but DeSantis being such a stiff, right, can't respond. <laughs> he he just can't respond. So let's help him out here. I have some ideas on things that he can offer Colorado. All right. Uh, should the the. Uh, um, uh, the Rockies. Um, nuggets. Oh, I said the Rockies, didn't I? Gee, you, yeah, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a baseball guy, Britt. I'm just a baseball guy.
1: You, you were know? a huge ABA fan. You can't even remember the fucking Nuggets. It's terrible. Yeah,
0: the Nuggets. In case of the Nuggets um, uh, pull it out. All right, so here are the options. First of all, you could offer them Red Rocks. <laughs> right. Uh, you could offer them in Florida, Pikes Peak. Because they don't have any mountains, no, not. in Florida, right? Uh, you could offer them legal weed. They don't, oh, they don't have uh, legal weed. Florida needs to chill, don't you think? I think they're they getting really there. need to chill. Yeah, uh, you could offer them the Coors Brewing Company, and remember the uh, the Coors family. Oh, They've yeah. been right wing assholes before it was cool
1: how have they not moved to florida i mean being the yeah. the right-wing dicks that they haven't they how have they not moved to some well because the, the, wa-
0: the, it's the water brit you know it's the water, <laughs> it's
1: the water.
0: well they it's could somehow the water
1: they could go down there and suck all the shit out of the everglades they don't you know they could, yeah, they could do that's something
0: clean, that's clean clear water not endangered environmentally at all florida by the way it's, uh, this would come up if DeSantis ever got the nomination florida is such an environmental disaster It's just beyond anything that that you can imagine. They've (laughs) they've got so many problems in that state. And, of course, a lot of it now is going to have to do with the number of people that keep moving there. You can't keep adding hundreds of thousands of people every year who need utilities and they drink water and all those kind of things. That's just the beginning, but I've been sidetracked. And uh, one more idea to offer Colorado should uh, should uh, the, the Nuggets win. How about about a half million tons of dirt harvested from the Rocky Mountains, and you could scrape those suckers. No one would know the difference, right? Mm-hmm. Which would add elevation to the lower third of Florida to help prevent Florida from, as we spoke of environmental disasters a moment ago, to help Florida from being underwater by the year 2100, which I know that's... Uh, and I'm more than 75 years from now, so we'll all be dead, so who cares? But these are just ideas, but I just love the bet. I love the bet. I wonder if there's a corresponding bet between the mayors of Miami and Denver themselves. This doesn't have to be just a governor thing, does it? No. 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 And, of course, Not you have the great great senators in Florida, too. Ugh. Uh-huh. <laughs>
1: But you I mean, like you said, it's it's hilarious. So obviously uh, Ronda De, Ron DeSantis with all of the people skills of Attila the Hun, he's not gonna be able right. to have a a glib reaction to this. He's just gonna have to go on and keep attacking Donald Trump and doing whatever he's
0: doing. But the, I mean, but there I don't, this doesn't really mean anything that he can't quickly respond or his staff can't quickly respond with something equally, equally clever. Uh you know what he'll do, he'll say, uh it doesn't even matter. You could have them anyway. Or you know, say something assholeish
1: like that. Some some asshole like like, we, "Well, the state of Florida has welcomed more than 400,000 former Coloradans to Florida in the past blah blah That's years right. and we're more than happy." You know, some shit like that. You can do something assholeish like that.
0: Yeah. 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 Get back to us in January when you've got uh, 18 inches of snow at your front <laughs> door. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> Raise
1: against the Rockies in the World Series. Get ready for it. Yeah. Not. Yeah. Um.
0: All right. Possibly the greatest understatement ever made. Who made this? It was made by the guy who is uh, the AI guy. Okay, you know all these AI guys that are out there. They're talking, and uh, this is the quote: testimony before the Senate two weeks ago the father I guess you'd call him of artificial intelligence Sam Altman who's chief executive of open AI here's his quote one two three four five six seven eight nine, ten words if this technology goes wrong it can go quite wrong okay yeah uh, that's clean it's crisp it's succinct and it shouldn't give you any hope that that this is not the proverbial genie out of the bottle that can never be put back in not unlike uh, nuclear power um, or I don't know what else you compare it to um, and it's, shockingly it's we've done the world has done a fairly good job on nuclear uh, power and nuclear warfare, because it's only happened once. It was one and done, and we hope it's always that way. But in terms of artificial intelligence, this isn't just governments, right? These are, these are private players, not just in the United States, but around the world, and that's a big, heavy lift, a heavy ask to think that uh, there's going to be some level of responsibility, and this won't fall into the wrong hands, and it won't be used to do unimaginable things that we won't know about until it's too late. So, that's the that's it's the funny. Spiel.
1: It's funny you should mention that because you know, the, there's a movie called Oppenheimer that's opening this summer, uh, with Robert right. Downey Jr., July the 21st, and it's all about the race yeah. to build the bomb and, and all of that stuff. So, again, it's well, one of those ju-
0: that's that's pretty uh, uh interesting timing, don't you think? <laughs> Why do yes. I Why am I thinking that this is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see if Mr. Altman has a stake in the production of this movie and is going to profit because people who normally would never go see a movie about some bureaucrat who invented a bomb in his basement, right? Who cares? (laughs) Do you know that when when
1: Truen was sworn in, he had no idea, but he looked through the desk and there was like a memo about some giant explosive device? That literally happened in April of 1945. When he, he had no idea when they swore him in uh, that there was the existence of this thing. And then, like, 100 days later, he drops it. Crazy-ass shit. Yeah,
0: nice move.
1: <laughs> nice move. <laughs> History has judged him harshly yeah. over the years of all the things that Harry Truman was known for. <laughs>
0: It's dropping the bomb and having that annoying daughter playing the piano all the time. Yeah, yeah just because you know she sucked at singing. Don't get mad at me, dude. And he was a haberdasher in, in Missouri. He was a I hell remember. of a haberdasher, too. <laughs> Nobody knows what a haberdasher is. No, okay. no one knows. I thought it was one of the uh, one of the uh reindeer, you know. Uh, <laughs> haberdasher and vixen. Yeah. Oh, so, shit. You know what this makes a case for? This makes a case for fuck it, go spend everything you got now. It might not matter, right? I, I don't What's know, that? and I don't.
1: I, I mean, I don't know how we we control it or regulate it or, or do no, anything. I don't know. You can't. This remember, feels like. The, remember, the, yeah, let G- me get
0: this straight. We're we're gonna control responsibly and studied wise people. I'm not gonna say wise men, but wise people mm-hmm. will come around. To a consensus view as to what should be done about artificial intelligence. But in a, in a 75 to 80 or 85%, we need more control of weapons, guns in the United States. We can't make any progress. Yeah. We can't do anything of so. Forget it. Okay. <laughs> it's a joke. This guy. Sorry, I don't buy one thing that he said. Please, please regulate us. Please, 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 please. He wants to be able to say, I said I wanted regulation when it squirts away and gets in the hands of bad actors, not just in other countries, but in this country. Mm-hmm. Because think of it. It's only been, uh, what, two and a half years since we had an attack, a physical attack, on the capital of the United States. Now, maybe the next time, you don't have to go there and show up and get into a fight. And it looks like a, a medieval battle. You don't have to do that at all with artificial intelligence. Maybe we'll be the ones that shut down the entire grid of the United States. Let's do that. Let's show who's bought, you know, uh, that
1: that really should frighten. Is people that where more we than, are? I think it's where we are. That should frighten people more than like the the debt ceiling negotiations and stuff like that, because that does feel like the end of it all, right there. Like that this AI shit. I mean, just look, think back to the misinformation, and the disinformation over the 2020 campaign, oh, and the yeah. election. Oh, Why don't you throw the AI old days.
0: in? A... Remember, those are going to be the good <laughs> yeah. old days.
1: Why don't you throw AI in the middle of that in 2024? I mean, Jesus Christ, that's that. Forget it. I,
0: I don't, don't know have, how you they're already. It. I mean, have you seen some of the uh, fake uh, deep fake videos? The, 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 newest ones yeah. already I mean, yeah. there's one where Biden uh, declares nuclear war. Yeah, He absolutely declares nuclear war. And fortunately, at least at this point, I mean, maybe I'm a little bit more attuned to it. They're, they're pretty terrible, even though they look good and they, but the, the audio is never correct. They never have the the pacing. They but it's going to get better. It it's going to get rough, way better. It'll get better. <laughs> I know. But so far, it's 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 not perfect. But it doesn't have to be perfect to fool a lot of people. And this idea that there's going to be some ability to put little watermarks on everything that's artificially intelligence produced so you'll know it'll have a little thing at the bottom of the screen that you're looking at something that is not real that was uh, you think that's no No, they they get around that that. people get around that shit all the time yeah they just do they just do uh all right one last all right Uh, now kaylee kaylee isn't don's type either so uh, and, from
1: what I gather, she, she put out the wrong poll numbers or something, and that pissed him off by his record?
0: You're, you're absolutely correct. Now, a lot of people are saying, well, you know, that was, uh, was kind of over the top. Um, of course it was. It was ridiculous. Um, Trump attacks former press secretary after she says DeSantis is closing in on him in the polls. Uh, She went on Fox News and claimed that DeSantis was gaining on him. Trump called out Kaylee and used the nickname on her, Milk Toast, but he spelled Milk Toast, M-I-L-K-T-O-A-S-T. And, Britt, let's have that same argument. Did he do that on purpose? Does he really know how to spell Milk Toast? Is he just funning with us, or (laughs) is he stupid? This is is
1: is how he connects connects with average Americans by doing shit like that. That's how he Uh, does it.
0: Exactly, exactly. He insisted and wanted you to know that he uh, has a 34 point lead on DeSantis, not 25. And uh, this is the kind of insult that in a second Donald Trump administration, Kaylee McEnany would have already been taken out and guillotined for that kind of mistake. Sure. And. The accusation by Trump is that she is deliberately lying about the numbers, and he says rhinos and globalists can have her. Um, See, this is the thing. This is not funny, but Kayleigh McEnany is a piece of shit for everything she has done. Correct. Up to now, it had nothing to do with, with this. She shouldn't be who she is, where she is, doing what she's doing. She shouldn't have a place place in polite society. She was one of several dreadful press secretaries for Trump. She is a liar. She's been in the tank for Trump all these years. And uh, uh, Trump, who is, of course, melting down, can't even... Again, this is just too stupid to to sit there and try to argue with the fact that he really thinks that, that someone would deliberately give a wrong poll number to hurt him and that that would hurt him. No one cares. Um, so. I, don't know. I, I, the, I think the only person who, who has he not attacked that was part of his first administration? I don't, I don't think, Kud, I
1: think Cudlow he's been kind of had, had kid gloves on. He hasn't really done anything to Cudlow, right yet. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that is subject to change. I don't know if you know yeah. this, but his loyalty kind of runs anyway, the wind blows. All right.
0: All right. Well, think the, the uh, shrinking circle of people around Trump who Trump hasn't attacked. If you're left in that circle, that makes you the worst of the worst of the worst. In other words, no matter what Kayleigh McEnany said, if it had some ring of truth to it, of course, Remember what happens in Trump world. If you lie for Trump, good. If you come close or even get in the vicinity of the truth, you're in trouble. And this is just another example of that, isn't it? Mm-hmm. This is another example of it. I can't I can't say that. So uh, this gins up another fight with Fox, another fake fight with Fox, and all the people on Fox, they draw the circle and the wagons around Kaylee and said, Trump, you went too far this time. Da, 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 da. And they'll make <laughs> up. And uh, it's, gee, we haven't seen this one before, have we? They,
1: they wring their hands. Oh, I just wish the president wouldn't do this to loyal people. Yeah, I course. just wish the president, I just wish I the know. president wouldn't make these personal attacks against Ron DeSantis. He can be such a great leader, but he, and i did you see that yeah. thing? Oh, now this is. This is something that Geraldo started, that whole thing about, you know what? Joe Biden should promise to pardon Trump if Trump will pledge not to run in 2024. <laughs> I mean, really, I love Geraldo. I think Geraldo gets a lot of shit for the middle part of his career. But you've got to be kidding me. I wouldn't trust if, if Trump promised me to breathe in the next five seconds, I wouldn't fucking believe him about that. Are you kidding me?
0: Well, that's, a, that's tantamount to the, um, will you accept the results yeah. of the 2024 election? And he still does the same thing. He says, oh, I'll accept them if I decide that they're fair. Okay. Yeah. Geraldo, I promise not to run if I decide not to run. Okay. okay. <laughs> it's so stupid. Thanks for I'm... the pardon, Joe. You know, uh, uh, it's, again... Forget about not negotiating with terrorists and, and things of that sort. All right. One, I got one last thing here. Yeah. Um, and I have aggressively for the last week or so avoided watching minute by minute back and forth on the provisions and how they're negotiating the debt ceiling. I will read about them. I will not watch people talk about them. Uh, because it just it it gets you nowhere. It doesn't advance your brain or your life or your knowledge of the situation or get you closer to what is going to be the inevitable conclusion, which is that in the end, it's going to be not just a win, but it's going to look like a sweep by the Democrats, four to nothing in a seven-game series. Wow. When this... Passes through the House of Representatives on Wednesday night with a huge Democratic buy-in to get Kevin McCarthy over the line because he's going to have who knows how many, 10, 20, 30, 40 of the uh, craziest of the crazies stomping their feet and, and wailing and talking about the end of humanity because of this and blah, 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 blah. You know these are the Marjorie Taylor Greens and uh, Charles Chip Roy and Matt Gates and the rest of them, all of whom thought they had McCarthy uh, down on the floor in order to get his gig a few months ago and that he would do their bidding and he would refuse. and he would be willing to send the country into default and the world economy into depression in order to make sure that people who get food stamps in the United States, have to keep working until they're fifty-five instead of fifty-four. Okay, Ugh. that was worth ruining the world. This is this is how they think. This is how these people think. And here's here's what it is: these people, and McCarthy's sort of guilty of this, but even at this hour, it looks like it looks like he realized exactly what his job in the end has to be which is to not be the uh, speaker of the Republican Party, but he's the speaker of the whole House of Representatives, and we're not going to have a default. He knows that, and he's responsibly acting that way. But these other people are acting as if the Republicans have a 75-seat majority in the House of Representatives, and they can impose their will on the country Because of that, I guess they're jealous of state legislatures like North Carolina, where there is a veto proof Republican majority that passes all kinds of shit. And same with these other states where they do the same thing, right? Ohio, uh, Texas, places like that. Well, that's not the way it is in the U.S. Congress. It's very seldom that there have been veto proof majorities on either side going back As long as you can remember, it's hard, hard to get that many, that big of a uh, of a margin. They don't have it. And uh, this is how the sausage is made. The sausage is being made and the sausage is going to save our lives, whether they like it or not. So here's the cynical part of this. They get the luxury of voting. No, these 30 or 40 or 50, whatever they are, Republicans, they get the luxury of doing that. So they can say that they are pure of heart, that they are pure to the cause, yet at the same time, they don't have to see their stock portfolios go down by 50% either. They get the benefit of what's going to happen, but they don't have to carry the baggage what was the, of really doing the right thing. They can pretend they are to their to their gerrymandered district where what was they are the, elected uh, by 30 points.
1: What was the TCBY slogan? All the pleasure, none of the guilt, right? Uh, <laughs> uh, and let's let's be very clear. We're not really having a policy discussion. We're not really. I mean, I know it's being framed as that. It's not really a policy discussion about, well, one philosophy says that we should spend a lot of money, and the other people think that mm-hmm. we shouldn't spend a lot of money and really take care of taxpayers. That's not what we're debating. We have a bunch of pedantic morons, as you point out who want to stomp their feet and seem like they're heroes to the folks back in their districts. That's it because they did not give a shit as has been pointed out by numerous people. There was a lot of spending that went on during the Trump years. They didn't have a problem spending the fuck out of some money and blowing a hole in the budget with a tax cut that went mostly to rich folks and to corporations didn't have a problem with that but now all of a sudden they got religion when it comes to spending money we're not really having a policy decision and now McCarthy's problem is that he's given tremendous power to those idiots and he's got to deal with that and they'll shove him out the door and then next guy up I don't know if it's Steve Scalise I don't know who it is guess what spoiler alert same shit's going to happen to him When it's time to make an adult decision, they'll get pissed off at him and they'll show him the door. They ran Paul Ryan out. They ran, uh, John Boehner out. They ran. I mean, they they just continued everybody. They just fucking run them out.
0: But this turns on Republicans in the next election starkly Mm -hmm. because Democrats get to run and Joe Biden gets to run for reelection on being the responsible people who save the country, they just are. They're going to it's be able to do that. It's exceptionally to frustrating to, to
1: me that if if nothing, if everything just kind of holds course and stays the way it is for the next whatever sixteen months, Joe Biden could run on one of the strongest economic realities that any president's ever run on. One of the strongest economic records in a first term
0: we've no, ever seen. But he can't do I, that. I, I would. I wouldn't even. He can't do it venture to do that, Britt. I wouldn't say that because right now there is a, underneath what you see on the surface, there are a lot of things that are slowing down a lot. And in 16 months, if, if uh, unemployment, and this is ridiculous, but it's true, if unemployment goes from, I guess it's three and a (laughs) half percent if it goes to four and a half percent, Republicans Christ. will act as if this is the end of the world worst economy in the history of the world. But yeah, and you know that. They're now they're good at lying. They're good at lying.
1: <laughs> but it's the lowest unemployment rate right? we've had since the sixties. <laughs>
0: It's well, but if crazy. It, doesn't, it doesn't matter. It's it's what's the unemployment rate the day of the election. The, you know, the, the few weeks people are sending in their ballots. I know if, that's I know what when, matters. It isn't. What did he do in his first year and the inflation reduction? Act. It's the
1: lowest uh, black mean, unemployment rate we've ever had.
0: It doesn't matter. It's
1: it's, it's matter. like sub so objectively, it is a strong economic. Like you said, it could all die in the next year and a half. And, you know. Dogs and cats sleeping together, et cetera, et cetera. But Jesus, that—that's that, what's exceptionally frustrating to me.